1: Back to Tom and Bach on 937 The Ticket
2: and The Ticketfm.com. Welcome back. It is Tom and Bach. I'm Tom Stevens. He's Jake Bach Uh, Tough to recover from last night, uh, <laughs> yeah. but we're trying. Uh, Nebraska loses to Michigan. I think the most score uh, points scored at PBA by an opponent, 102 to 67. Uh, one of the largest margins of victory as well, 35. I think Nebraska once beat a team by 36, but none of it was good. Uh, so we get uh, Chris basted here of the Lincoln Journal-Star to try to explain it. Uh, terrible shooting performance, 5 of 35. It's what they do. It's not like it's something they'll go away from anytime soon, right, Chris?
1: Well, they might have to if they're not going in. Uh, you can't shoot 35 of them a game when you're, just about the worst three-point shooting team in the country. It's, it it doesn't work. And Fred's a big analytics guy. Fred Hoiberg's a big analytics guy. You don't need a lot of analytics to tell you that this team can't shoot right now. I mean, that it's you know we try to make this game hard, and there's a lot of ways to make it hard. But right now for Nebraska, it's simple. They they can't make shots, and it's affecting every other part of their game. So, yeah, you you can't stop shooting threes completely, especially the way the game is played today. You can't do that. But thirty-five attempts tells you a couple of things one it tells you it's a team that's, that's desperate to see the ball go in two it tells you that that was a team that, that like fred said last night quit competing because if you're shooting 35 threes you're just basically going down and chucking it up at that point you're, you're not trying to get into the lane and draw contact any of those things so yeah i mean you're not going to stop shooting them completely like you said that's what fred hoiberg teams do but you got to figure something out pretty quick
3: do you think that they have the personnel to 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 kind of mess with, to change it, and and maybe play more of a half court offense, slow down the shot clock, that sort of thing? I know that's ultimately like kind of anti-Fred, but you know, maybe at, at some point go away from the philosophy and, and coach to the roster you have, and and more importantly, not just the roster you have, but the roster kind of the streaks they're on, and and how they're you know because because they have a lot of shooters, they're just not shooting well.
1: Yeah, I mean. I- I, we, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's, uh, it's I'm, I'm stuttering because I, I'm at a loss for words just like you guys are. You know, I, I thought this roster was built to shoot the ball better. I thought this roster was, and this roster is filled with guys that are known as spot-up shooters. And it's not filled with guys, a lot of guys that can create their own shot. You know, you've, you've essentially got Alonzo Verge and Bryce McGowan's and maybe a little bit of Kobe Webster and and Trey McGowan if he was healthy which of course he's not and and the rest of those guys are are essentially spot up shooters or post players so yeah I do does Nebraska try to go to a half court game I don't know they might have to they they I think you need to slow the pace down and then figure something out and try and run more sets offensively just to to get something going but at the end of the day the ball's got to go through the basket it doesn't matter if you're a half court team or if you're a a pace and space team. The ball has to go through the the big ass hoop, as Fred Hoiberg called it, a couple days ago. And right now, it's not. And again, you know, we can make this game hard, but sometimes it's simple. And and right now, Nebraska just they simply can't shoot, no matter what speed or what pace they play at.
2: Yeah, uh, Chris Bassett of the Lincoln Journal Star, our guest. I can't see Hoiberg going away from his own identity. It's what he does. But maybe he, uh, you know, he adds something to it or. Uh, you know, maybe you give the green light to a guy like Tom Anager or or Mayon, who you just feel eventually will get hot or C.J. Wilcher. But the, the it's got to be fewer guys shooting threes because there are, sometimes it looks like Wilhelm Breidenbach doesn't even want to take the three, but it's a part of the system. But he's got to take it.
1: Yeah, you know, and you mentioned green light. I think that's part of the problem. I think every single player on that team has the green light <laughs> and and nobody can make it right now. So, so who do you tell to stop shooting? You know, do you say, eh, sorry, Wilhelm, we don't want you shooting anymore, even though that's part of why we brought you here. Or, sorry, CJ, I know we brought you here to shoot threes, but you need to, you need to dial it back. We don't want you shooting as much, you know, or or same with Ladd or same with Casey. You know, it's, I don't know how you do that when that's what you brought them here to do. You know, it, it's not like you brought Casey Tomanaga here because he can go play great defense on the other team's best guard, and that's not to knock Casey because he plays hard on defense. He does the best he can, but he's not a he's not a great defensive player. He was brought here because he's an elite shooter, and it's it's the same kind of thing I think with CJ Wilcher a little bit too, and mm. and and a lot of those guys. So yeah, I, I don't know if there is a good answer right now. I don't know how you figure that out, and. That's why Fred Hoiberg's making a lot of money because he's got to figure it out because, you know, we saw it last night and we, and we heard it last night after the game. This season's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy just to say, this season's on the brink and we're only 10 games into it. Yeah.
0: Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.
2: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.
3: Uh, jumping over to football, it looks like they're about to, to make it official if they have not yet to, to uh, the, the, the hire of Mr. Whipple from the, <laughs> from the Pittsburgh, uh, Panthers. Uh, what do you think that, that Whipple can bring to this, uh, offense for Nebraska seems to be more of a, a passing, uh, you know, maybe a pro style type of set. Uh, do you think this is a good fit?
1: Yeah, I think it is for a couple reasons. One, it's it's a guy that's been coaching for a long, long time. You know, he's got four decades of experience, and in the, in addition to what he's going to be able to do with Nebraska's offense, he can he can be a guy that I think can come in and mentor Scott Frost a little bit, you know, and, and kind of help him through some of the things that a head coach has to has to do. We we saw what Pittsburgh's offense did this year with with Whipple at the helm. That went from a team that wanted to run it, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust a few years ago, and they run in Mark Whipple, and now they've got. You know one of the best quarterbacks in the country one of the best receivers in the country one of the best red zone offenses in the country three years later so you know i'm not saying mark whipple is going to get three years probably not if things don't go great next year but it's there's going to be some changes i think you might see a, a more wide open a more varied passing attack and that certainly doesn't hurt uh if you're in Nebraska, especially if you can find the right quarterback to run it. So, yeah, it's, it, it, there will certainly be changes. I think there's certainly going to be elements of, of the Scott Frost offense that will continue to remain, what those look like. you know, We'll see, but, but you're bringing this guy in because you want fresh ideas and a fresh approach, and certainly he's going to bring that.
2: Uh, so Mickey Joseph is locked up as the wide receivers coach. You have Donovan Raiola, the offensive line coach. You mentioned Mark Whipple, the offensive coordinator. But it's not like Whipple can bring Kenny Pickett with him. Uh, so a new quarterback is going to be running this offense. It doesn't feel like we could just turn on Pittsburgh highlights, and that's what Nebraska's offense is going to look like next year with a different quarterback, right?
1: No, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's You've got to find the guy that can run it. And is that Logan Smothers? Is that Henry Carberg? Is that somebody from the transfer portal? Who knows? I think hiring an outside guy like Scott Frost has done all but guarantees that nebraska's probably bringing in at least one quarterback from the transfer portal and maybe more than that 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 better fits what mark whipple wants to do on offense and i think that's going to be the kind of the next interesting step in all this is to see see what the quarterback room starts to look like here over the the next couple weeks and months as we approach the early signing day and, and moving forward and things like that so yeah it's it's, it's one thing to turn on the film and watch Kenny Pickett chuck it all over the place, but it, <laughs> as far as we know, Kenny Pickett isn't sitting in that quarterback room yeah. uh, over at Memorial Stadium right now. So, yeah, it's, that's going to be a fascinating thing to kind of look for here over the next few weeks. Yeah.
3: What do you think about the choice uh, for the offensive line coach, Donovan Rayola? Obviously, Raiola is a huge name around uh, Husker Nation, and, and everybody will always love Dominic. But, uh, you know, Donovan, uh, I, I don't know. It, it, it just maybe seems like a little under, o- underwhelming, maybe reaching out for Dylan Riola three years from now. I don't know if, that, if, that, if the staff will even be around for then. Um, so it, it just seems kind of odd. I, I kind of thought they were going to go the veteran route uh, with the offensive line since it was so bad last year.
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting hire, and, and who knows how it's going to work out again. You know, that this guy might only be here for a year, or maybe two, depending on how things go over the next season, and and we'll see. But you know, I think Steve Sippel kind of touched on it in his column uh, for today. That's a guy that understands what O line play is about. He understands what you need. To be successful uh, in O-line play, his brother obviously was one of the great players in Nebraska history. He played the he played on the offensive line in college at Wisconsin, which of course has a great tradition of offensive linemen. So I think uh, from that point of view, there's an understanding of how it needs to look. Now, can he coach it how it needs to be coached so that it, Nebraska can get there? I think we kind of have to wait and see on that. That's the that's the big thing. And, and you know, outside of the offensive coordinator, offensive line coach is going to be the most important hire Scott Frost made and. So, yeah, there's there's probably some question marks there. It's probably not a name a lot of people thought of going into this, but it's who Nebraska has, and now it's his job to try and make it work.
2: Chris Bassin of the Lincoln Journal-Star covers Nebraska football, baseball, basketball. Uh, I want to ask you about the final hire. Uh, they still need probably a special teams course, uh, coach. Uh, Nebraska among the worst in special teams throughout the country this year. Uh, did they go with Bill Bush or somebody else, you think?
1: That's yeah, interesting. You need a special teams coordinator and you need a running backs coach, too. So so does Ron Brown become an analyst and, and coach running backs? Do you hire him as a full-time running backs coach and kind of continue on the same path as you have with special teams? Don't know what you do there. I, I, I've I've said this before to you, Tom. I agree with you. I think they need to hire a special teams coach. And Bill Bush is a pretty obvious candidate, a guy that's a great recruiter, a guy that's from Nebraska that, that loves the state, loves living here. It, that seems like the obvious choice to me. He's already in house and familiar with how things run uh, in that program. Uh, could it be somebody else? Could it be, you know, Sean Snyder? Could it be the guy from Virginia? We'll see. I don't know. Do they even go that direction? It's it's obviously the last piece that needs to be figured out, and it's a pretty big one. We yeah. we know that special teams has cost Nebraska games uh, over the past three years, four years, and they need to get it fixed. So yeah, we'll we'll see what direction it goes.
2: Uh, it's a great time to be a Husker football, basketball fan, right? Eh?
1: Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing better, right? We're not, we're not at all anxious for baseball to start <laughs> or anything like that. It's just a, it's just a fun time.
2: Right uh, baseball will be here before you know it, uh, February, and uh, you'll be off and running with more stuff to cover. Uh, good stuff, Chris. We'll talk to you again next week.
1: Thanks, guys. Appreciate the
2: time, Chris Bassnett of the Lincoln Journal Star. Let's get the break. Come back with Rico Suave uh, next on the Blog jock.
1: You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch.